ABC Sports presents... The season premiere of the United States Football League. of Inside the USFL. Our first program comes to you from Giant Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, home of Herschel Walker and the New Jersey Generals. Over the course of the United States Football League season on Inside the USFL, we'll be bringing you highlights of all the week's action and features concerning the players and others who make news in the United States Football League. Coming your way over the next half hour, we'll have highlights of week number one in the USFL, the very first week of competition in this brand new football league. We'll sample some opinion from you, the football fans, and we'll even hear from the odds makers in Las Vegas. All that and more coming up next on Inside the USFL. This Bud's for everyone who's got the heart and courage to go the distance. Distinctively clean, crisp taste that says Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Nobody has to tell me to get on the stick. With the wide stick, I don't waste time or money. See, Speed Stick deodorant is so much wider than the other leading stick. Gives you effective protection in just a few strokes. And if you've been using an aerosol, look. You'd use up two three-ounce sprays and start a third before you'd use up one two-and-a-half-ounce Speed Stick. So don't waste time or money. Get the wide stick for value. Speed Stick Deodorant by Menon. One of these executives is beginning the day better prepared than the other. With business news that's 12 hours newer and analysis by the most insightful reporters in business journalism. Now who's better prepared? The one who tuned in to Business Times. Weekday mornings on ESPN. It's television for those who place success before breakfast. International Widgets planning a merger. Fell through. Fell through? The first weekend of USFL football is now history. It's true there were six games played this past weekend. But without a doubt, the eyes of the nation were on the Coliseum in Los Angeles, where Herschel Walker and the New Jersey Generals made their debut against Tom Ramsey and the L.A. Express. Herschel Walker didn't play as much as some had expected, but he got in enough for the L.A. Express, like in the first quarter. In this five-yard sweep around the right end, Herschel Walker goes into the end zone untouched, his first pro touchdown, giving the New Jersey Generals an early 6-3 lead. It was also a good day for former UCLA quarterback Tom Ramsey, who came in 
to back up Mike Ray for the Express. Here he nails an 11-yard second-quarter touchdown pass to Montana State's Tony Bodie. L.A. led 13-9, a lead they would never relinquish. Bodie had a fine day in his own right. In addition to his touchdown reception, Bodie gained 77 yards on 13 carries. No doubt about it, the Bobcat from Montana State, Tony Bodie, was the star of this game. I feel that, you know, uh, this league's going to be successful and uh, the LA Express is going to be successful. And, you know, with those big boys, those big hogs in front of me, I think I'm going to be successful. I ran the ball a little bit better than I expected, and uh, I caught a pass. I reckon that's a plus. <laughs> and uh, at least I reckon it matters is just that we lost. The final score from Los Angeles, the Express wins it over Herschel Walker in New Jersey, 20-15. to 15. Meanwhile, last Monday night on ESPN, the first Monday night USFL matchup, Michigan at Birmingham, a great night for the Panthers kicker, Novo Bojovic, who kicked three field goals. Here's number one from 49 yards out to give the Panthers a first quarter, three to nothing lead at Legion Field. Later in the same quarter, again from 49 yards out, I guess Bojovic's lucky number is 49. Bang, he splits the uprights with plenty to spare. Panthers lead it six to nothing. On we go to the second quarter. Birmingham quarterback Reggie Collier, the rookie from Southern Mississippi, gave the Stallions a short live lead. Collier takes it in from three yards out. Remember, he was a great runner in college. The PAT was good. Birmingham led it 7-6, which made their head coach, Raleigh Dutch, a happy man on the sidelines. But on the last play of the first half, Bojovic does it again, this time from 48 yards out. Novo Bojovic is good. It's 9-7 Panthers over Birmingham at halftime. In the second half, Michigan's defense was swarming, picking off three. Reggie Collier passes, including this fourth quarter theft by number 61, Ray Bentley. Watch now as apparently Bentley wasn't seen by Collier, and the Panthers win it 9-7. The final score, Michigan 9 and Birmingham 7. Meanwhile, in Tempe, Arizona, it was the Arizona Wranglers making their USFL debut at home before 45,000 against the Oakland Invaders. Oakland's Fred Bassena stole the spotlight, though. He hooked up twice with wide receiver Wyatt Anderson, as we'll see in a moment. There's Sun Devil Stadium and a portion of that crowd. First quarter, 53-yard touchdown pass that even faked out the cameraman. Bassena to Wyatt Henderson for the touchdown. 7-0 Oakland early with six minutes left in the game. Again, the two completing a touchdown. Bassena to Henderson, 24 for Oakland, and nothing for the Invaders. Meanwhile, at Mile High Stadium in Denver, Colorado. Red Miller's Denver Gold going against Jim Morris, Philadelphia Stars. Defense won the game for Philly. Under two minutes left to go in the game, 13-7 Philadelphia. Denver has a first down at the Stars' 10. Harry Sidney carries to the 5. Red Miller says, give me a timeout. We'll talk it over to see what we do from here. Second down. Larry Canada gets two yards closer down to the 3. On third down for the Denver Gold, Sidney tries again, but watch him get nailed at the 2-yard line. He couldn't get any further. Now, this presents a predicament for the Denver Gold. It's fourth down, but what kind of call do you make to try and go in for the touchdown? A run, maybe a run up the middle, around the end, or a pass. Well, they go for the pass. Quarterback Kenny Johnson will try and hit Larry Canada out of the backfield just over his outstretched left hand. Philadelphia hangs on to win it. Final score, the Stars 13, Denver 7. When we come back, we'll take a look at George Allen's triumphant return to the nation's capital with the Chicago Blitz and a real aerial show in Tampa, Florida. All that and more when Inside the USFL continues. Having trouble finding what's on cable tonight? Yeah. Suppose you could design your own TV magazine. 
My own? Right. Well, I'd like all the channels on my dial listed in one magazine. All your cable and regular TV channels like this? Yeah, right. With big, easy-to-read program charts? Yeah. But nobody's going to make a TV magazine just for me. Time Life just did. TV Cable Week? The whole TV scene in one magazine. Accurate weekly listings for every channel you receive. Plus the kind of colorful TV coverage you expect from the publishers of Time and Life. Call toll-free 1-800-541-8600 and be a charter subscriber. Get your first four issues free. That's 30 issues for the price of 26. In effect, just 59 cents an issue. 40% off the cover price. Call now and save on TV Cable Week. in the nation's capital is the Chicago Blitz led by George Allen took on the Washington Federals George Allen making a return to the place of so many past glories with the Redskins great afternoon for quarterback Greg Landry the Blitz grabbed the lead in the first quarter Landry a 14-year NFL veteran hits Trumaine Johnson out of Grambling Johnson does the rest in the first quarter runs 33 yards but forgets something as he goes into the end zone drops the football on the two but fortunately for the Blitz Wayman Bugs covers up on the fumble it's touchdown 7-0 George Allen celebrating and getting congratulated on the sidelines. Landry would throw a pair of touchdowns in this game. Here a 23-yard strike to his favorite target already, the rookie. Trumaine Johnson. Landry, 19 of 26 on the day for 251 yards. Let's take another isolated look at this touchdown play. Trumaine Johnson may be the most exciting player in the league by the time the year is over. He caught 11 passes for 158 yards. And watch him push off a little bit off Butler, the defensive back, and make a nice over-the-shoulder catch. The final score, Chicago blitzes Washington 28-7. Meanwhile, in sunny Tampa, Florida, the Boston Breakers and the Tampa Bay Bandits. The Bandit was riding high in Tampa Stadium. A crowd of around 40 40,000 for this game. There goes the Bandit. Call out the law in Tampa. The Bandit's quarterback, John Reeves, riding high also. Reeves hitting Florida State rookie Ricky Williams with a touchdown pass. 7-3 Bandits early. Third quarter, 14-10 Bandits. Reeves pass intended for Eric Trevelyan. Intercepted. Five yards deep in the end zone. Here goes Terry Love. Could he be going 105 yards? Well, he thinks so. But Terry Love would be hauled down just three yards short of the end zone. Never mind. This great run back of an interception led to a Boston touchdown. Fourth quarter, Boston by three. Again, John Reeves hits Willie Gillespie with the winning touchdown. Tampa Bay wins it 21-17. Reeves had a hot hand. They run a very deep zone and kind of give you the underneath short stuff. So we were taking that. And then when they closed up on that, we started hitting behind them. But uh, I'd say it's safe to say we're probably a passing team, you know. And uh, I think we have a good running game, too. So the fans in Tampa went away happy as the Tampa Bay Bandits. They beat the Boston Breakers 21-17. to Now, how does all this first week's action affect the USFL standings? In the Atlantic Division, Philadelphia Stars, the only team to come up a winner in week number one. The Boston Breakers, New Jersey Generals, and Washington Federals all hope for better luck in week number two. In the Central Division, Chicago and Michigan, along with Tampa Bay, win their first games. Birmingham, the only team in that division to open with a loss, that close 9-7 to decision on ESPN. And in the Pacific Division, it's Los Angeles and Oakland showing the way with first-week victories, while Denver lost a tough one at home. Arizona still looking for their first points on the board in the new season. 
Remember, you've always got a seat right on the 50-yard line for live USFL action right here on ESPN. This Saturday night will be in Tempe, Arizona, as the Arizona Wranglers tangle with George Allen's Chicago Blitz. Tom Kelly and Don Heinrich will be there to describe all the action for you. And don't forget this coming Monday night, Ray Yawk and the Washington Federals featuring running back Craig James are in the L.A. Coliseum to take on the Los Angeles Express of head coach Hugh Campbell. Jim Simpson and Paul McGuire will be there live to bring you all the action here on ESPN. Next, we'll be traveling out to Las Vegas. We'll hear from the odds makers and the handicappers, how they look at week number one in the USFL and what they think might happen in week number two. good old days, they weren't so good. When Newsweek first hit the newsstands in 1933, events looked rather depressing, but helping people make better sense of the news paid off. While other magazines came and went, Newsweek earned loyal readers. And when the world began changing faster than anyone believed it could, they looked to Newsweek to put these changes in perspective. We don't know exactly how the world will look in another 50 years, but we do know one thing. Newsweek will be there to give you a better grip on it. We'll send you an introductory trial subscription to Newsweek at our low basic rate, just 75 cents an issue. 50th anniversaries only happen once. Don't miss out. If you act now as an additional bonus, you'll receive this credit card size calculator absolutely free with your paid subscription. Call now, 1-800-544-2000. That's 1-800-544-2000. Those are the New Jersey Generals practicing behind me, getting ready for week two of the USFL season. The Generals want to do well because they were defeated in week one against the LA Express. The odds makers in Las Vegas were also defeated in a way, while the handicappers did quite well. Let's go out to Las Vegas now and Jim Feist and Gary Austin. Well, in the first week of the United States Football League, the players had a field day. I can say at my race and sports book, they uh, beat us on five out of the six ball games. And around the town, they won at least that many. Some sports books, they swept the board and won all six games. This week, Tampa Bay has been made a five-and-a-half-point uh, favorite over Michigan. We were most impressed by Tampa's offense. Uh, the Chicago Blitz looks like the best team in the league. Uh, in fact, I heard some National Football League scouts say that it was the only team that actually had pro players at backup positions. We've established them a 13-point favorite over Arizona, and we hope that's enough. In probably the best game of the week, Philadelphia is a three-point favorite over the New York Generals. Philadelphia had a fast start against Denver. Uh, they almost got beat at the end, but they did look like they had a good mix of offense and defense, and so we think this will, will be an excellent game this week. Denver, it's really difficult to uh, tell how good Denver is. They uh, had a very poor time with Napo at quarterback. Once uh, Johnson took over, they looked a lot better in the last quarter, and we've established them a small two-point favorite over Boston. The Oakland Invaders might be the surprise of the league. We've heard very strong things out of, uh, out of Oakland of, about the quality of the team and the quality of some of the players that have played in the National Football League. Uh, I do think Birmingham is, is going to have some trouble. They're going down the road, and they're a seven-point underdog at, at Oakland. We've established uh, L.A. 11.5-point favorite. It looks like they have a, a pretty good mix of offense and defense, and where uh, Washington looks like their defense wasn't too bad, they have severe problems on offense, and if they're not able to put some points on the board, 
they look to be a, a heavy underdog in this game. It was a player's week as the so-called inside information held up in each game. Another betting point worth noting is that all six games went under the total line. I wouldn't follow this blindly, though, because I expect the offenses to begin catching up with the defenses. The Panthers have a short week of preparation since they played on Monday night. Even though they eked out a 9-7 victory over the Stallions, I don't believe they can match points with the Bandits. The Wranglers are the only USFL team not to score in their first game, and quite frankly, I'm not so sure they'll score this week. Look for George Allen and company to roll to another easy victory. Look for Herschel to be better prepared this week and the general's offense to spread out the star's defense, something Denver could not do. The gold starter Jeff Napple at quarterback, but he had a horrendous day and he was relieved by former CFL quarterback Ken Johnson. My guess would be Johnson will start and the gold will be fired up to atone for last week's loss. I haven't seen the invaders play, but my scouts tell me that quarterback Bacina is looking good. Based on that report and the invaders' 24-0 shutout at Arizona, I'm going with Oakland. The Express looked good behind NCAA stat leader Ramsey at quarterback and running back Tony Bodie looks like a real find. Now, if only Coach Hugh Campbell will punt on fourth down, maybe the betters and fans can rest a little easier. As a special weekly feature of Inside the USFL, we'll be recognizing some outstanding achievements by our DuPont Player of the Week award. So without further ado, let's take a look at the DuPont Player of the Week for week number one. There were many candidates for our DuPont Player of the Week, but without a doubt, the top candidate, the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bandits and the former Heisman Trophy winner at the University of Florida, John Reeves. Reeves, who spent all of his National Football League career either on the bench or as a backup who seldom saw action in the NFL, was outstanding in the opener for the Bandits against the Boston Breakers. John Reeves finishing 28 of 39 for the day, 358 total yards, three touchdowns. No doubt about it, John Reeves, the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bandits, our first weekly DuPont Player of the Week. This DuPont Player of the Week has been brought to you by Rain Dance Car Wash Products. Rain dancing on your car's finish means the wax protection isn't finished. And who keeps the rain dancing? Rain Dance. It's guaranteed to last longer than the leading car wax paste or poly. Water beating proves it. Rain Dance keeps the water beating long after the competition falls flat. And longer lasting means less waxing. So keep the rain dancing longer on your car with Rain Dance. And you won't have to wax so often. Here's a brilliant solution to any tool chest. It's Bendelite Visual Tool. It's 10-inch long flexible shaft with high-intensity light is perfect for getting into those hard-to-reach places in your home, car, or shop. And Bendelite comes with some very practical accessories. You get the high-intensity light with flexible shaft, plus an extension to make Bendelite reach a full 27 inches. Attach this heavy-duty pickup magnet, and Bendelite lights your way to help retrieve dropped nuts and bolts. Use the handy clip-on magnet to light your work area while leaving both hands free. 
Plus, you get this incredible high-intensity inspection light with detachable extension mirror, and it all comes in a deluxe vinyl kit to keep you perfectly organized. All this for the low price of only $29.95. This offer is available only through this television ad. Charge it by calling toll-free 1-800-544-1000 or send check or money order for $29.95 plus $250 for shipping and handling. Save time by charging it. 1-800-544-1000. All over the country, Taverns and Night Spots has special Monday night packages for pro football fans during the NFL season. Many are doing the same for the USFL Monday night games on ESPN. We sampled opinion at the Hall of Fame Lounge in Southington, Connecticut. I think there's a lot of people like myself that we've made concessions through the years that uh, when football is over, all of a sudden it's automatically going to football. I, or excuse me, to baseball. And I really don't enjoy watching baseball on television. I enjoy going to a game, but I don't really like watching it on TV. Whereas all of a sudden now we have this football. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited about it. I feel the level of competition is high, and I feel that they're playing a professional game. A lot of people say, yeah, but it's not the NFL. What do you say to that? It's not meant to be the NFL. It's meant to be the United States Football League. It's a new league, and it will take a while till it is at the level of competition the NFL is at. Art, uh, as the owner of uh, the Hall of Fame Lounge, uh, you know, there's just literally thousands of people like yourself across the country that uh, on Monday nights depend on pro football to get people into your establishment. How do you think the USFL is going to help you with it? Well, Tom, I tell you, too, we're looking forward to uh, the people's reaction, but right now they have an identity problem. Once the people know, let's, let's say like tonight, people didn't even know which color uniforms one team had. And once they, they get the roof for a certain team, uh, I think the people will come out. I mean, so far, it's better than a uh, normal Monday night. It's nowhere near the NFL, but the NFL's got a lot of years on them. Well, that wraps it up for our first edition of Inside the USFL. Be sure and tune in next week when, once again, we'll have highlights of all the week's action in the United States Football League and lots of informational features as well. That's next week on Inside the USFL.